welcome back to Quality Content. I am your host, the best we, one. We are the hosts. The only one, Christian. Wow. And there's a ghost in the room. <laughs> and I'm your co-host, Leisha Jefferson. It's the ghost of Christmas past. So, this is our Christmas episode. We're actually recording on Christmas Eve. We came home for Christmas. It was a trip. It was a trip, but we made it. There's no snow or anything, and you know, all the days blend together, so it doesn't really feel like Christmas, but... Damn. Merry Christmas, guys, when you listen to this. Merry Christmas. I haven't heard any Christmas music at all. Me either. I've been in my dorm listening to, like, whatever I put on, and I haven't... Like, even in stores, I don't think I've heard, like, some real Christmas music. And I've been to a couple of stores, because, you know, doing my shopping and stuff, and they're just playing... R&B music. Right, like just regularized <laughs> music. But, yeah. Speaking of which, we are back at home. We're in a new location. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can tell or not, but this wind is whipping. It's a real yeah. Christmas night out here without any snow, though. It's raining, which is kind of horrible. So, if our audio sounds worse than how usually bad it is, that is why. But we had to deliver. That is we're true. dedicated creators. That was something I was like, man, you know, it's the holiday. Maybe we shouldn't post because, you know, People we just got our finals and stuff, right? Yeah, everybody's yeah. chilling. It's cool. And then she was like, no, we got to deliver. I was yeah, like, all yeah. right, I guess we're, we are the quality content curators. Because we have, we have no a lot choice. of stuff to get into this week. Well, actually, I guess the last week has been crazy for me. Oh, really? Yes. So I've actually been submitted for two first-year writing awards. Mm-hmm. Um. Also... As I've been practicing Photoshop and all the other Adobe uh, apps, I there's this song that I like. It's called Little Light by Lewis Watson. Oh. It, yes, it's uh, one of my very favorite songs. Always makes me tear up and everything. And the artwork for the album cover is like this really colorful, abstract drawing of his like three-quarter profile. Mm-hmm. And so... I was like, man, this song kind of belongs to me, like the way that I listen to it. And I was like, what if this album cover had my face on it? And so it (laughs) was like... I was him? (laughs) It was like a quick little, and by quick I mean four hours, um, process of me drawing the cover myself. And I was really proud of the way it turned out. I really liked it. it. I learned a lot while I was... Uh, working on it about like obviously what kind of brushes to use and basically just working around the software because the only way you learn is if you practice that is true and then I was like man this is kind of good I think I want to share it always share your creations people fill the world with art and then I was like maybe I should tag Lewis Watson but then I was like nah you know I don't have to do that but for some reason I decided to and a few days later he responded like he uh commented under it and he was like i love this it's awesome thank you so much Mm. and i was like no thank you and then he reposted it on his instagram story that is the best (sighs) that's the best feeling (laughs) and it's so crazy because i actually didn't find out until like an hour after it happened because i was sleeping Mm -hmm. so i woke up you know checked my phone and i saw i had notifications and i was like oh my god what's happening and i like jumped out of bed and i'm scrolling through my phone (laughs) <laughs> breathe life back into your your cold college dorm room. Yes. 
uh, it was so exciting. It really motivated me to keep going with digital art because I used to feel like digital art was me selling out, man. I really wanted to be like a Renaissance Van Gogh type painter. And I was like, that is the only way you can create true art. You were definitely <laughs> all over that watercolor stuff. You had like paints and everything on your room back at home. I was like, wow. Like I thought you had to do it the the original authentic way that's why i started using oil paints too because i was like this is the real way where you have to mm. mix the paste uh but no digital art is okay all art is beautiful that is true <laughs> and so i'm becoming more comfortable with it i really wish i had procreate which i i think i'm literally considering like i don't know writing an email to apple if they could just please put procreate on mac and not just iPad. That would be so great. Because I see people. I see how easy the program is to use. I actually went to Best Buy today. Mm -hmm. I was doing my Christmas shopping. And, you know, the little iPad set on display. I tapped through it. And it had Procreate. And I was drawing. And I was like, wow. This is so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. Um, however long we end up staying home, our main goal, one of our main goals is to stay creative while we're here because I'm actually away from my desktop and my drawing pad so I can't do digital art but I brought my sketchbook and I'm ready to practice <laughs> I was really planning on bringing my keyboard and everything I don't know why I was feeling really lazy when I left I was mm -hmm. like nah I'm just gonna relax and spend time with my family little did I know we weren't even getting together this Christmas I was so sad but mm -hmm. so yeah I don't even have my keyboard to make any music or anything but a good friend of mine is coming over, and I'm real excited about that. And she says she bring her keyboard. It's about to get real dirty in here. It's about to be a real party. I can't wait to hear that. That will be really fun to do. We've both matured so much since the last time we tried. Oh, you've done this before? We have. I went over to her house in the summer, like, two years ago. Well, I think and at this point you should mention who she is. Oh, He's talking this... about uh, our friend Angel. She'll actually be featured on one of our later episodes, but um, she is a very talented musician. She, she like plays the harp. So lovely. She plays the harp. She plays the drums. She can sing. She yeah. produces her own music. It's amazing. Yeah, she's a, a freshman at Wayne State, but she's she's not our guest this episode. She will be later, but that's who that he's talking about collaborating with. So if you guys see some stuff that drops, that'd be really exciting. So in turn, we would like to motivate all our listeners to be creative this Christmas season, guys. We want you guys to try and submit some things to us. We'd like to see what you all do, like in terms of creativity, whether it be just like drawing a little picture or doing a dance or singing a song or something, you know? Yes, that we can feature on our Instagram and maybe get in touch with you as an artist and have you... Be a guest on the pod on quality content. Because that would be pretty fucking sick. Because we're interested in all types of artists and we want you guys to be able to network and communicate with each other and the collaborate. The more the merrier. Yes, the more the merrier. Ah, excellent. <laughs> Man, I did this. I'm in this little Discord server. Discord is like this website where you can like connect with different people they make like servers are different chat rooms and you can log in and talk to a bunch of people who are in there too and i'm in this one for like musicians it's more of like an electronic kind of alternative musician group and they're really cool like it's just a collection of people who kind of know each other because they listen to each other 
And it's really sweet. Like, connecting these people like this, I'll be like, oh, this guy does art. There's one of them who does, like, visual design. There's a bunch of people in there who do, like... Like, some people in there have made album covers for each other. It's really sick. Connection and collaboration is the best way. Always. Always. Uh, so, um, from the last pod, I am going to be discussing Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, you sure screwed that it. last time. <laughs> I butchered <laughs> it in the last uh, episode. I said, like, Mulaney's Bottom. Miss Mulaney's Bottom. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. She it's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Ma Rainey is uh old blues yeah, artist like blues, R&B jazz singer. coined as the mother of blues. And if you've seen the movie, which I hope you did, so that you can engage in this conversation. If you haven't, I would suggest not listening to all these spoilers that are about to come up. So yeah. And also, it was a good movie, so just go ahead and watch it. it was On Netflix, yeah. It had Chadwick Boseman in it, so it had to be good. We love Chadwick. And Viola Davis! She did so well in this movie. She really um, did. What did you think about the movie, Christian? Okay, so... What you keep telling me is that it has these big, crazy themes of, like black people in the music industry and this and that i didn't really notice all that at first i won't lie so i'm gonna talk about what i thought initially watching it i thought damn why the fuck is levy so pissed all the time like damn he must have been really on edge this dude stepped on his shoes and he stabbed him wow i can't believe you did that my guy but i mean okay but uh i definitely saw the bullshittery uh ma rainey was like um she was a little bit of a stickler, I won't lie. She was like, let me get a fucking Coke before I sing. And I was like, if you really wanted a Coke, why didn't you get a Coke? But then her manager was like, I get you a Coke. Like, clearly he knew he was supposed to get her a Coke. So now I'm like, oh, you didn't have it, so you fucked up. <laughs> and she was like, these niggas can't even get me a Coke. I was like, wow, she's so crazy. Just a lot of crazy ass shit in this movie. Christian, we need bleeps. Do we? That's what they said. That's, like, exactly what they said in the movie. They're like, can't even get a nigga a Coke or something like that. Ooh. Um, yes. So, the film is about... Well, it actually, you know, follows, obviously, this one particular artist. But, in general, it's a story about the exploitation of black artists in production... Uh, companies like I think she was recording for Paramount in the yeah she was in the film and like from the very beginning there's there's just some type of struggle that's going on so the band arrives first she's late and the other dude is like like, uh, Mr. Sturdy who is like the I don't even know what is his job who he's like manager guy he's not her manager He's like kind of her representative the, to the he, I guess like I the production know. the production manager like Mr. Sturdy Vine, he represents like obviously almost basically what he is. He represents the companies that were one hundred percent responsible for moving this exploitation business through because at the end you see he produces Levy's song. Oh, yeah, he does. Like, you can probably predict that after Levy killed this man in cold blood, he was probably incarcerated, I would assume. <laughs> um, and so, it it was, I feel like that was a very key point in the movie, but, um, yes, that's what it's about. It's, 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 
her fighting constantly just to be respected and because at first I was like wow she really is like tearing them up she showed up late because he's complaining and she's like her manager Irvin is complaining and she's like you showed up late and all this and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. or no Mr. Sturdy Mountain was complaining that she showed up late but she just didn't care she was like I know what I know and this is how it's gonna go and I didn't understand that until I got deeper into the movie I guess like mm-hmm. they wanted something from her and how, yeah. how so so how could you not cater exactly to what i say yeah because she came in there and she was like yeah i'm coming here to sing for y'all blah 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 and they were like look i was like oh so you don't right. want her to sing okay and a big part of the movie is actually uh ma rainey's black bottom is the name of one of her songs mm-hmm. but levy makes a new version of the song that's closer to like it's like the a bebop up, style upbeat jazz yeah. music that was becoming popular and she has to fight to perform her own song on her record because they wanted levy's version um it's really interesting also levy's character the reason why he is so angry let me tell you uh-huh levy represents the young black ambitious in america because he he has everything he needs to be just as famous as Mon Rainey, except he just doesn't understand the world like she does. He, oh, I see. Because he keeps appealing to Mr. Sturdy Van. He's like, yeah, I'm going to give you these songs. And he actually does. He gives them the songs before he's paid or anything. And he's like, you know, when are you going to... I'm going to give me a band together and all this kind of stuff. So he has all these dreams and he's doing the work as well. He was definitely ready. He was blowing that horn too. I actually, oh, I love the soundtrack for this movie. Um, but yeah. yeah. became a little blues virtuoso <laughs> for a minute. But he he represents all, all of the hopes of black Americans coming up at that time. And that's why the scene where he crashes through this door just to find it walled in at all sides. That is where the, the theme is really, is completely visualized. Because he literally beats on that door. The way that you the, the way that you work hard and 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 beat feet to pavement to achieve achieve your dreams <laughs> like he was doing all the work and he breaks through and nobody was willing to offer him anything on the other side and that was I think devastating for his character and that might have been a big part of why he killed the guy um, and something that I noted is that he was actually the first person to see that door the entire band walks into the room. But he comes in late, and he sees the door. They did ignore it. It's the door of opportunity. I love this. I actually had to... Clearly. (laughs) I love it. I I watched the special afterwards, and then I watched the movie again. And then I walked to the library, and I checked out the play. That's what you were at the library doing? Yes, by August Wilson. He also... I didn't know this. He's a playwright. He's a very famous playwright. Um, And he, he wrote Fences, too, which is... Another awesome movie starring Viola Davis. She's the wife in Fences. Viola Davis, nothing but praise. She is excellent. She was actually, I saw um, in this interview that she was doing that she talked about how in her career, she's just as popular as Meryl Streep and, you know, other old Hollywood famed actresses that are white Mm -hmm. and how she's not in the same place in her career 
financially, as far as opportunities for jobs, but she should be. And it's so crazy that she's in this movie. She is Ma Rainey in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which connects exactly to how continuously, even from back in the 1920s to even now, the Hollywood and media companies exploitate exploit black artists i think about that a lot because i hear like like how you wanted to move to la you wanted to go and live the big hollywood life because you thought you were like god or something i got into the los angeles film academy and (laughs) i hear a lot about people getting chewed up and spat the fuck out out there leisha a little bit get torn into but it's the city of dreamers they gonna tear your dreams out of your soul. But what if they don't? What if I tear a piece of the city out instead? Good luck. If you really want to make that happen, <laughs> I believe in you. Go do you. I will never stop a dreamer from dreaming. It's gotta be L.A. or New York. It's gotta be. You I was accepted to both my dream schools in both those places. But schools only want money. They do not care about education. <sighs> totally not quality content. <laughs> Um, uh, moving on to more film discussion, The Office is leaving Netflix in a couple days, guys. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> no. Oh, Christian, no. why do you hate the show? Every character in that show is so driven by one, like, it's one stupid motivation. <laughs> it's never like, I want to be a better person. It's, oh, I'm fucking this person and I can't let the rest uh, of The Office know. Do you know how hard it is to for writers to keep track of that many personalities. So, yeah, they, of course, they would only have to have one drive. It's a good show. Dwight was... What kind of personality was Dwight? What Who Who is he in the real world? There's nobody who is a real-life Dwight. <laughs> There's probably a couple of Angelas. There's definitely a Pam... And there's definitely maybe a Jim, because I feel like he's just a fucking smartass. You can find a lot of those. There's a couple of Dwight's, but yeah, the show is getting taken off, which is very unfortunate. I have to find a way to buy it. I think I think I meditate to the office. Meditate. Like, I'll just have it on while I'm doing my homework or something. It was um, a good show to not pay attention to. The more I watch it, the more brain cells I lose <laughs> watching these characters act the way they do on this TV show. You're disdain. It really stresses me out. Your disdain the for the office make. is unfounded. It's quite founded, I Moving think. Moving on. <laughs> um, also, there's a new movie coming out, the Pixar movie. Is it Pixar? Or is it Illumination? I think. It's Pixar. I know. Oh, you said I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's Pixar. It's called Soul. And I want to It's Disney it Pixar. Oh. What's, is there a difference? No, it's just that they made it together. Um, I mean, well, yes, there is a difference. They're two different companies. Hmm. Pixar is holding out. Um. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> I hear Soul is coming out on Christmas, which uh-huh. is great because I have another thing to do with my family. You guys are going to watch that, you think? I'm going to put it on the TV and I don't think anybody's going to stop me. Oh, wow. And then they'll all sit down and be like, wow, look at these beautifully animated black characters that's pretty cool and then we'll watch it together if you're looking for some family movies to watch this holiday season to make it feel like christmas i would recommend that it comes on it comes out on christmas on netflix i would also recommend jingle jangle (laughs) jingle jangle is the 
it's a mostly black cast Christmas musical starring Forrest Whitaker as kind of like the Black Santa grandpa, and it's very beautiful. It sounds nice. I want to see a... I have never seen a Black Santa movie, unless if it was like... Was it Dr. Doolittle or something like that? I'm not sure. I can't remember. There was some movie with a black guy dressed up as Santa, and it was pretty good. Man. There's not many movies like that. You're not wrong. So... Highly recommend seeing it. At first, I thought, I, as, I, as I was watching it, I was like, wow, this is really corny. But, like, most Christmas movies are corny. Christmas is just a time of the year when we, it's okay to be corny, I guess. You know, a good-ass corny Christmas movie? What? There's some, was it Frosty the Snowman? To be honest, I can't remember. But it was, like, claymation animated almost. Like, it had that kind of look to it. Yes. I think it was Frosty, it's Frosty the Snowman. Snowman. I know what you're talking about. That's what I wanted to see. The one with the cotton balls. Yeah. Yes, because it switches. I or either they it. play the movies right after another. That's on the ABC countdown. I used to watch that every Christmas. This Christmas, I did not watch the ABC countdown. Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> Ooh. Oh, another... the Polar Express. Oh, you like the Polar Express? Yes. Yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> the Polar Express. Um, What's another good one? There's a new, there's a, like, it's a not new, new, but it's a relatively new Grinch movie that the Tyler, that um, Tyler, the creator, and Pharrell, like, co-composed together. Yeah, the newer one. I haven't seen it, honestly. I'm really attached to the Jim Carrey one. I don't, I don't think I've seen that one. What? Everybody's seen that one. They used to make us watch it, or let us, let us watch it in school. Not make us. Force us to watch it. <laughs> But yeah, the Tyler one is pretty cool. He like raps over a lot of it. He composes like a lot of really cool scenes. Have these cool like poppy almost kind of eight oh eighty beats. It's really different, but it's pretty cool and it's thematic. Now I'll have to watch this movie just to listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, Tyler has always talked about wanting to compose for movies and live films and things. It's really cool that he got to do that. Um, continuing into music, actually, uh, Christian. Last episode, you told me to listen to uh, the album Safe Travels by, by Gwen Bond. What do you think? We have very different music tastes. Sham, she Christian hated it. Christian and I. No. She, she did not like it. <laughs> we have very different music tastes. Um, even though I think I listen to a wider variety than you do, Christian. What do you mean? Like, I listen to, like, classical music, blues, jazz. You really have this kind of ambient sometimes techno thing and all all the music you always recommend has that kind of vibe and this album definitely did that's not that's really just not for me but i did enjoy the one song it it, it was called um how can i reach you i really liked that song and i think it was because instead of like the synth or whatever is usually in the back making that ambient noise it started with guitar it's more like it's i think it it's the only like acoustic yeah, yeah acoustic song on that album so i i give it a six out of ten damn that's 60 <laughs> percent. that's a failing grade i can i can see how she's good for you though i love her because you were raving about her and everything her voice i love the atmosphere in the background like when you say synth I don't think synth like 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 beepy boopy synth it's more like like a pad like a lush kind of floaty noise I I wouldn't know the difference I'm not a music maker 
Unless you want me to rise up and be your competition. I told you I don't you mind. You said you would. I dare you. I don't you. mind. We, we have a plan in place that I think is going to happen sometime that we're going to have to become rap rivals. Like, we'll join together for the pod. But me being on the north side of campus and you being on with the west. Yeah. We'll just start. A, we'll just tear a rift. That'd be sick. I would love to do that. <laughs> Everybody's like... either on my side or your side. We'll just constantly diss each other. And I'm like, why are these guys still have a podcast together? Just so we can fucking openly talk shit about each other to other people. For the clout. <laughs> <laughs> um, also in music? Also in music. This isn't exactly music. It's more a combination of music and film. But I want to get into this Ariana Grande thing that's on Netflix. Um, you said, oh, you don't <laughs> want to see it? I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll probably, you know, if I have some downtime. I definitely want to see it. Ooh, speaking of Ariana Grande, our friend Amir told me to listen to this Ariana Grande album. I think it's the most recent one that came out. It's called Positions. And I have never really been into Ariana Grande. Me either. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. She was so... She reminds me of Doja Cat a little bit. I feel like... a lot better. You had to be really into her fan base and watch her evolve. To be like a super fan. Like I enjoy some of her songs. But I don't. Like everybody's you know. Always up to date on her dating life. And her outfits and yeah, everything. Yeah people love her. Ariana stands. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. She has a she lot. Has stands. Of devout followers. But yeah. I listen to um Positions. And. Sorry. I should have talked about this on the first pod. Because he told me to listen to it so long ago. All I know I is that. I like that one song. I think it just added up to 69. Which was funny. And it was pretty good. Like, I think I liked the beat on it. I liked the album in general sounded the same to me. It sounded like Ariana Grande, you know, poppy, dancey a little bit. She's becoming like a pop icon. She is a pop icon. She's kind of an icon in general. She was Cat in that uh, Victorious. Oh, yeah. And everyone loved Cat. And now she's Ariana Grande. I like that video of her. (laughs) Now she's back herself again. (laughs) There's this video of her I saw on Instagram, and they put her in a, like, like, it just kept changing pictures, and she kept getting tanner and tanner. Yeah. And her face kept, like, morphing, and she became darker, because she had, like, so much tan on. She does wear, like, I've noticed that there was, like, a meme going around where they're like, look how much, like, how bronze she is. Mm. But she's, she, Grande, isn't she, like, Italian? I I don't know. But that doesn't (laughs) concern us. Her music is good. I... And very much, I wouldn't say a fan of Ariana Grande, but I can definitely respect what she puts out. And I got a few songs on my playlist. I definitely have a few songs. You do? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I dabble in Ariana. <laughs> her, her chart toppers. I'm like, yeah, you heard it on the radio, and then you're like, man, I really would like to listen to this song. Oh, yeah. Overall, on that album, I'd give it like a 6, 7 out of 10. I mean, it was a good album. Yeah. It was an Ariana Grande album. It sounded like what I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amir. You listen to too much Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, we aren't going to uh bring up anything that we're discussing next pod because we're going to have a guest. So, uh, stay tuned on the Instagram. I'm thinking we should probably make a Facebook. You think for the pod? But right now we centrally work on Instagram. Everybody. Uh, so stay tuned on the Instagram to see who our next guest is going to be for the next episode. I got a hint for you. They might be a real showstopper. I said they might be a real (laughs) 
showstopper. I don't even get it. I know. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, it's been great potting with you guys. Merry Christmas. If Merry you don't Christmas. get any good gifts, I hope you do. Simply. You have to. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Peace out, Stereo Head.